0: everyone welcome to this week's episode of coffee with jim and james james my morning could not be any better when i get up and i have a cup of coffee and i'm sitting with you two gentlemen to this makes a great morning to me i, I was going to start off with something wacky but a lot of the stories going back with chad and myself i really can't say on the air
1: I'm, i thought that was wacky uh.
0: Well it is a little wacky, you know. But that's wow. it. That's it. I, I can't say I'm on the air. I'm gonna yeah. hand it right over to James to bring our guest in.
2: Yeah. I, every time I see your last name, I think of it the rapper Quavo. And oh. that it's so then I say it the same way in my head. You can so, say it that way. I don't I've been called all kinds Quavo. of people. Yeah. So, say however uh, you want. Yeah. No, Chad. Uh, Chad and myself don't have like long stories from back in the day, but we put in a lot of time over the past year. I feel like on, the, on each other's podcasts and uh, getting to know yep. each other. Lots of email chains, random things that we've done together. Yeah, game shows. I don't. Yeah. We say it all the time. I, I have no clue what um, I do anymore for a living. Uh, every day is an adventure. Uh, if you would have told me that I was host a game show. Uh, <laughs> right? on, on a Zoom call <laughs> in the natural gas industry, uh, you know, 10, 15 years ago, it would have been, you know, really a funny thing. And and that's just Tuesday now. But so, <laughs> so Chad, uh, we got to know each other over this past year and a half. Appreciate you joining the show. It's not your first Thank time. You. I think you're probably now at this point when we record today, probably been on here. More than anyone. Well, As until a, until my cohorts retort with you. Well, no, air yours no, first. So you that's will.
1: right.
0: You'll hold the record.
1: You know, my my biggest thing about uh, about meeting you, James, is like I kind of know what Jim looks like and everything, but I don't even. You could be three foot three. I've never I seen am. you stand up. I mean, yeah. I have like you've been on a call on the standing desk, but I've never seen you from here about here. To yeah, down.
2: it's gonna be <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> I can tell you.
1: Or you're like <laughs> seven one. <laughs>
2: But that is the funny thing. We have a bunch of new people that that have joined our team over over the past year. people the same way that we never saw in person, yeah. and then we got there, and everyone I swear that got hired hundreds of them is like six foot nine. Yeah, that's where there's yeah. a whole herd of people that just walk in and they're they're amazing, uh no matter what size they are. <laughs> you know? but Chad, uh, for those that don't know Chad and uh, Ted and Joe. From Upsco, they put together a podcast uh, connections for life, uh, and and just by happenstance, right? I mean, it seems like down to the week in which uh, we put ours art out That's out true. as well. Really strange, but it but it gave us a connection point even deeper. Uh, you know, Jim has all these great stories and uh, inappropriate stories that he can't tell, but really, Chad Chad and I have never met in person, which is wild. We've planned. Uh, big things together there's big things this year hopefully we'll be in person hopefully um but yeah that's uh that that's a wild thing to even say and today you're a guest on the show so welcome
1: well, yeah, Joe, uh, Joe seems to talk about it probably the best way. And he's like, you know, we've done 70 plus episodes with all the employee things. And he's like probably 65. I think he did it one day. At that time, it was like 65 percent of the people that we had had on the show. We had never talked to in, in a human interaction, like in face to face, which is which is the most interesting part, I think, to go back to a trade show and something like that to actually meet these people. It's got to be really neat. I haven't got to do any of that yet.
0: You know what they always you know what they always say about me every time I meet somebody like that. I don't think like, I want to know. What, well, uh, the <laughs> the arable part. Let me put it oh backwards. my god! Go
1: ahead, Jim. Sorry.
0: <laughs> they, everybody thinks I'm really short. They're like, Aww. oh my gosh, you are like, this... like five foot one, and I'm like, yeah. why? They're like, well, because your Tom Cruise Yours are like, you know.
2: <laughs> they don't know you're you're standing next to a nightstand. You know,
0: I, like, I I can't get into the picture because I'm so tall.
2: They say I'm a lot chubbier than they thought, so you know it cancels out. <laughs> Sorry, guys.
0: Let's let's bring this back into reality. You know, at this pace, we're going to get canceled. <laughs> mm-hmm. Chad, for Listen. those we have known each other for a long time, Kentucky Expo 2019. We'll never <laughs> speak of it again. But beyond that for our audience out there, why don't you just give us a little glimpse into you, your history, how you got to Upsco, how- you uh, look, Your maybe origin quick. story.
1: I'll try to give you the, the 50 cent tour. Um, and, okay, and that's
0: good. We're done with that. Now, on the next
1: <laughs> no, that was the Nickel tour. Okay. <laughs> Oddly enough, um, I, I was thinking about it a little bit this morning. I, I kind of got into this industry, not as a participant, but uh, as, a listener somebody that told me stories probably when I was about 14 years old with a guy, uh, his name was Bill Burke. He just passed away actually about three, four weeks ago. He was my mentor growing up. Um, I played ice hockey with his son and I know we get into hockey a little bit later, but, um, I played hockey with his son, Nick. He was my best friend. And, uh, I, I, can't, believe I, you uh,
2: prepped. I can't believe you prepped this much for the show.
1: I just I read hockey. I didn't say I prepped. I said, I read hockey.
2: Yeah, that <laughs> um, is true.
1: So so I played hockey with his son and I spent umpteen amounts of hours in the car with this man. And and at the time he was retired and he was, uh, he was the president of breadrow Shaw, which is Bredro Price or H.C. Price or Shaw Cornell. Um, he was the president yeah. in the 70s and 80s and uh, did very, very well for himself, lived on the, on the, the river in New Hope and also the beach. But essentially I knew him and I heard all those stories. I ended up going to college for, to at University of Maryland for about a year and a half. I wasn't real good at it. Clearly I was only there for a year and a half. I, uh, and that was kind of my last shot at college too. was never still wouldn't be very good at it. I don't think. Um, but he, he was a big part of my journey all through there and helped me. And essentially when he knew I left college just because I, I wasn't ready for it. I was too young, quite frankly. I was just, I, I went buck wild, but, um, uh, I stayed in touch with him and I was still really good with friends with his son. And he actually, uh, during the time I had done an internship. I'm sorry to be so long-winded, but I did an internship for him at Shaw on pipe coating. And uh, it was on concrete coating for a big project in Maine, the Maritimes Northeast. And I went there for like three months in between my freshman and sophomore year of college. And I loved it. I don't know why it was like a grunt, but I, I loved what I was doing. So I, I went home and when I left college, I started to work at concrete plants. So I worked for like a year. I was 20 years old, 21, maybe if that. Uh, working at ready mix concrete plants, and Mr. Burke, same guy, called me one day and he said, "Hey, we're buying a coating plant here, and we're going to buy it from Shaw, and I want you to come work for me." And I'm like, "Okay." So that took six months to a year. During that time, I actually moved closer to there, um, and and eventually he called me and said, "I need you to come here." And at that time, I, I was. You know, I didn't have a college education. I nothing, and I was I was doing okay. I lived in an apartment outside Philly with Lindsay, who's my wife now. For those who know her, um, oh,
0: wait, wait, sweetheart, since high school, correct?
1: Yes, absolutely. Since since I'm seventeen and she's fifteen. Yeah, she was younger. She never let me down. Either,
2: That's interesting. Let's lean in there and just go. To- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um. So.
1: So essentially, uh, I, I went to work at the coding plant um, for, for eight bucks an hour. I went to work for Mr. Burke for, for eight bucks an hour. Um, that didn't last too long at eight bucks an hour. I, I got a raise. I worked there for about about six months to nine months. And then uh, I was just a laborer. <clears throat> and then they actually bought the company finally. I got a chance to go do inside sales for about a year. Um, Knew nothing about it. I was like 22, 23, Really, didn't know anything about the industry except what I experienced, which wasn't much at that time. Um, did inside sales for about a year. Mr. Burke and Don Barter, who I owe a lot to as well, who yep. still owns, the, who yeah. still owns the coding company. He's my, you know, he was my mentor too, just as much as anybody through those years. Um, they uh, they they came to me and they were like, "Look, you're doing a great job doing inside sales, but if you ever want to do any more in this industry, you're going to have to go back out there." And by out there it was it, it meant into the plant and back out to. To kind of learn everything that I possibly could. So I, after that, I spent about seven and a half years in a pipe coating facility. Uh, that's more or less like a, a, a steel mill, not much different yeah. uh, being covered in all kinds of stuff every day coming home stinking Lindsay not let me in the house making me change in the winter outside because I smelled like paint fumes and just. It was tough. It was really hard, but essentially uh, through all that, I learned how to operate pretty much everything in that plant. And I, I mean, I wasn't great at it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not the most technically inclined guy, but um, certainly learned a lot about everything. And I was lucky enough then to, to get called when Liberty sales who I, I worked for as well uh, there, they were sister companies. Then um, I essentially went back and did inside sales uh, for, for Liberty sales and, I did that for about a year and a half and I knew that I didn't want to do this. So I had an opportunity to actually, or I knew I didn't want to do inside sales. I had an opportunity to go to, to Alabama back in the pipe coating and I, I chose to do outside sales, which was the opportunity. Did that in the Marcellus shale play. sold, uh, sold a lot of liquid coatings to pipelines and pipeline products. And eventually that led me into um, uh, Upsco kind of finding me, but I've known Dan since I'm 21 from working in the coating plant. He used to come in there. So it's all like ties that are you know that go all the way back but essentially I, you know, what happened with in the Marcellus shale is kind of what's happened with it now is that it went away some, so there just, wasn't a lot of business, a lot of work there. And I could see that going away. So I've been with Upsco for seven years. I've only ever worked really three places in my life, Liberty coding, Liberty sales and Upsco. Um, and Upsco has been great. It's, we, you know, we sell prefabricated meter sets. That's what most of my, my time is spent on the the engineered designs. Yes. I send, I send, uh, sell a lot of other products too, but I love it. I love what I do. Um, COVID has certainly changed what we do, like you said earlier, James. I mean, I, if you told me that that two years ago, uh, I, this is pretty much how my day would be spent, not you know, just recording the show, but I literally, like I can't justify guys even getting in a car sometimes anymore to drive for lunch with somebody to drive two and a half hours each way. And before that was just norm. It doesn't doesn't make sense. I can have that call for uh, 20 minutes on my computer at 9 a.m., you know, so things have changed, but I still love it. I still love it. All of it, the industry, everything, so... I've kind of grown
2: yeah, up through it. It makes some of that. Um, it I think it just makes the in-person interactions that we do have that much more intentional and deliberate now. Yeah. Whereas, because these are so easy, right? It's no big deal. Um, just to hop on, you know, you, right. you drive and we saw, I mean, how many times has Ted been in the truck when yeah. y'all are recording? I mean, we did one this morning with the guys, uh, with Ryan from Grubner and he was like, Sorry guys, I'm in the back seat of my daily. Like he was he had a virtual up and you never would have known. But it's awesome. I think yeah. it's awesome. I mean, it's just different.
1: It's different. And we've learned
0: a lot though. We've learned a lot. You know, yeah. we the well, at least two-thirds of the screen learned a lot in the last 18 months.
2: One well, we of us we didn't learn vector. too much, Jimmy, because you didn't hit the record button. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hold well, no, on. Okay. That would have been amazing. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Uh, Chad, Smashing his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've learned a lot uh, about Jim's attitude and his approach. Hey, Chad, We, Jim said something in the pre-show, and we laughed about it this morning. We had uh, kind of a ramp up for the week, and Jim and I were talking about our guests, and uh, he said something. I said, you know, Chad's one of those people, what I like about Chad is, He'll get in there and just do it. He may not know how to do it. We were laughing about the audio yeah. setup and video setup for, for the show. have no clue how to be an AV guy, but guess what? I bet by that time you'll learn. It's my job um, this week. <laughs> it is, it's Tuesday, right? Uh, so, you know, and and Jim and, and, and other things, right? I mean, whether it be uh, I'll get in there and learn how to edit or I'm going to get in I, there. I'm going to learn how
1: to make a website so I can uh, create a whole expo. Like, I absolutely. It's weird. It's, it's different. It, it,
2: it, but, but that's one thing that really um, kind of stood out to me. And Jim said, Chad's like the James of Coffee with Jim and James. He is. is. And what he meant by it was, is that's why I think you and I connected very quickly, was obviously the other two guys don't do anything <laughs> <laughs> much like Jim. And so, you know, we, we can have the grandest ideas, but also we got to get started. Right. And and I we joke, we know what everybody's values. Yeah, of course we, we do. Table. It's obviously not technical skill. Um, you know, in, in that regard. But but no, I'm kidding. I think you I'm know, good. no you aren't here. But no you aren't, actually. <laughs> no. But, but I need but Joe really, on to like stick no, up with me. No, we, we Jim, you're a technical
1: monster job.
2: Uh, but but really, what we're getting at is is you are somebody who behind the scenes does a lot of the logistics behind it. And, yes, you know, uh, making sure like the thing can come to life and how that happens. You, everybody kind of casts a vision, but then at the end of the day, you have to deliver on that. And you know, sometimes people get in this analysis paralysis, paralysis mode where it's got to be perfect and get it. You know, and and believe me, I'm a perfectionist, but I'm not. I also need to go. Right. And that's, uh, why yeah, I that's me. All on you. I, we speak in the industry all the time and we always people always ask, well, how do I get started? I'm like, just start, all right? Just start. It's the hardest thing. Just start, yeah. mess it up, break it, put out a crappy product and guess what you'll want to do it better next time and better, 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 better. And that's something in you, Chad, that I think is impressive. There's a lot of work that goes into our shows and there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes and I, I know what kind of lift it can be, and I'm impressed with the work you've done. Thank but you, James. It's tell a, us, yeah, tell it tell, tell you why or how or what drives Jesus me. This has a support group, um, nobody
1: else is going to do it. <laughs> and I we've established it's kind of like it's kind of like uh you know um law once you establish that like that's Chad's gonna do all the stuff that nobody else is gonna figure out how to do that's kind of how it just that's it's just what it is now so and I like it but I like it I like to be challenged like that more than anything more than anything I like the challenge probably and I'm not a super competitive person I, I am when it comes to things that matter but like My kids and most of my, my best friends are so competitive. They can't figure out how like I can go play them in a game and not get angry, but I'm not built that way. I'm just, I I just want to get, like you said, get started. If you can get started, you can get somewhere. It's going to be more than I had 10 minutes ago. And sometimes like I tell people, I'm the the one thing I'm terrible at really bad at is like Excel spreadsheets. I know how to do them. I know how to use them. I just can't get through them. I am just no good at it. I all, (laughs) but bad. It takes me three times long. Joe can go through a spreadsheet and give me the stuff out the other end and it'll take me four hours. So there are things that I'm good at, but, but I think the point of it is you just have to start. Like James says, if you don't start, you can't ever even get the, the thought of getting to the finish line. So,
2: yeah. And, and one thing that people don't think about too, is you don't know, like for instance, Chad, let's just take that example we talked about with, with putting the boot together for AGA. Yeah. Um, The sound and video is a very daunting thing. Uh, Like if I told Jim, Jim, you're in charge of AV. Like it's, that's a very daunting thing. That's going to hire somebody else. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's smart that that he would, but what I mean is that can really hang over people and it's a dread and, and, and things like that to where someone like, like you, that's wired. That's kind of like, man, I don't know what it's like, but I'd like to plug some stuff in and I'm not going to blow it up, you know? No, and I'm, not, and I'm never going to lose what I learned.
1: So like right. next week, and the only here's the thing. The only reason that I, that I even had the idea of the webcast was because I had a podcast with my neighbor across the street that had 200 episodes. And we got to the point where when COVID first started that we wouldn't even go across the street. Into our, in, I wouldn't even go in his basement because we had no idea what was going on. So we started to do it on Zoom. And I, that's where the idea came from and where, so it was because ah. I learned it once that I had to do it again. It wasn't, sure. you know what I mean? So like the, the, the audio video podcasting stuff, once I learned how to do it, I'll, nobody can ever take it from me. I'll know how to do it forever. Not that I right. may never ever do it again
2: in my life, but. I, and, and what I was getting at is that that's the crazy part is just giving that out a different way. If that's daunting to Joe and Ted and they see you knocked, you've got it functioning and working that may be the launch point for them. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. where they get excited. Like we we joked about the game show earlier, but remember how quickly we threw together that graphic and had it pass back and forth between our email chain Absolutely. and how everybody just immediately went to 10 on it. Yep. Uh, they were all bought in. We all laughed. We were, you know, and everything was accomplishable by then, right? Because we Absolutely. just kind of started mucking through it. Hey. See how we just nerded out about that?
0: Yeah, you guys did nerd out about it. I love that. it, though. I, I mean, I, I love
1: it. I absolutely do. It's,
0: you know, And you guys are wired differently. I'm wired in my strength finder as an activator, which means I want to plug it in, and it works and go. That's what, and when that's I'm consciously... So do I.
1: It just
2: doesn't.
0: Yeah, but I'm <laughs> consciously incompetent how it works, so I'm like, it ain't going to work, so we got to get somebody else to yeah. do it. James, you know?
2: Yeah. We break yeah. a lot of stuff. But. So
0: <laughs> I do.
1: James I, is delicate. I, I, I don't know if I was like that much as a kid, but when I worked in the, in the coding plant, I mean, I, yeah, I had guys that worked for me, you know, mechanics and and people that took care of the plant, but I'm not a, like I said, I'm not a super mechanical guy. I can do anything I can watch on YouTube. So if it's on YouTube, I can do it. It's if I have the tools and the right things to do it. Um, so the, the coding plan, I think, made me that way too. It, it made because I had to figure stuff out. I didn't have a choice. Like if it was gonna run, I was gonna have to fix it.
0: <laughs> if, if you were in charge of coding over pipelines offline, I wanna know where those pipelines are right now. In Don't worry, place. they put extra anodes on. Okay, ah. just to make sure. All right, then we're, then we're good.
1: I'm a very good coding YouTube. person.
0: I wanna talk about YouTube for a second. We're gonna bring Come this full circle because there's a, a subject that is near and dear to your heart. Oh boy. and that is hockey yeah and that and Kubo. we know that oh, we, we, we know as friends that it's uh, a big thing in your family it um, is and we want to take this down to a personal level and me being practically a canuck because i lived in minnesota there for you know down there 20 years don't you know <laughs> um I, That's I mean, good. That wasn't a bad, that wasn't, it
1: wasn't great at the beginning, but the next sentence was, well, good. you
0: know, there, I had a little yeah. last night. No, we're, we're good there. We're going to go <laughs> down there and get a little uh, prompt to eat there. But I remember my son who's now in his thirties when he was little, we signed him up for hockey. It didn't last long. And they said, okay, your ice time is at six. I'm like, cool. Six on Saturday. We'll have dinner go. They're like, no, no, 6.00 AM. I'm like, 6.00 AM. I'm like, what, what is this? You know, that was up in St. Paul. Where again, they're big in hockey. Tell us about your hockey family, what's going on, and some of the great things that people can see on YouTube. I know for a fact.
1: Well, as strange as, strange as it is, kind of my story when I said it would be hockey. That's, I, I without hockey, and obviously without Mr. Burke, I, I don't know if I have much in my life. I mean, I, mean, I would obviously I have a work ethic oh. and I, things like that, but th- those are the roots of everything I have. If I didn't play ice hockey, I wouldn't meet, I don't meet Nick Burke. I don't, none of that happens. I mean, maybe somehow other way, but to me, that's kind of like a karma. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's crazy, but I, um, most of the things I have in life I can, I owe to hockey, but my can not my, my will to do things like that. Like I said, I'm not super competitive, but when I played hockey, I was so that the, in the right situation, it makes you competitive. Um, I played hockey six days a week from the time I was seven years old till the time I was 19. So it kept me out of a lot more trouble than I could have gotten into as a kid. Um, and, and it just, I, I don't know, it kind of shapes who you are. You, you learn that if you're going to have anything good in life, it's good, you're gonna you're going to have to work for it. And it's, I mean, that comes with any sport. It's not just hockey. Um, but my son, I have a little brother too, who's uh, in his mid twenties. who's a really good He was a really good hockey player when he played, he was undersized though. He was, uh, he was about James size, like five, three. Um, I'm just, I don't know how tall James is. I haven't seen him yet.
2: Um, so. <laughs> i There's am I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah i'm gonna rally around that so that i really am stunning when i show up and i'm you know. <laughs> so you get stult
1: wow. um it's really but it's just fun <laughs> it didn't even here's the funny part i knew what it took away from me as a child so as a as a child that hockey takes a lot away from a kid especially if you play it in elite level you're you're away every weekend in a hotel somewhere doing all that and you lose i mean you miss proms you miss homecomings you miss normal things going to parties just things that that normal kids get to do and what's funny is when my son was five or six I didn't want him to play hockey Logan and that's who we're ultimately going to talk about um I didn't want him to play hockey because I knew what that was like and I knew what it did to my parents and my parents were divorced at that time but I knew how hard it was how much money it costs I knew all that stuff and so I let him play football for a year he liked it and then uh the next year, my dad was like, hey, you guys are going on vacation. Why don't you let uh, Logan come to the shore with us for this hockey tournament? And I was like, yeah, cool. It's great. He was like six. I'm like, yes, awesome. Weekend free. So he goes, comes wow. back. And like the next Wednesday morning, he wakes up and he goes, I had a dream. I go, what was it? He goes, I was playing hockey. I go, oh, boy. So it's uh, he's now 17 and a half. Uh, he's a really good hockey player. He's gigantic, too. Uh, if you haven't met me, I'm 5'9", five, 5'10 five, on my old hockey card. Um five he's, seven. He's he's six five essentially and uh-huh. probably six six on a on a on a hockey cart.
0: From where?
1: Oh pilot. Lindsay was in a she was a flight attendant. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. People ask me that all the time. Yeah, you know, I don't ever have a good answer. There? No, it's her, fa- her father and all her uncles were six. Uh, they were all six, five, and above. So okay. luckily, he was 10 pounds, 22 and a half inches when he was born. Probably yeah, he was, he's was. he been gigantic his entire life. Wow. Yeah, big. He's same been out. taller me since he's 11. Believe me, I've been hearing that same thing every, every time. Lindsay goes, Actually, it was like two weeks ago. She goes, It was something on Facebook, and people were breaking my stones. She goes, Are like, you are kid? I'm going to be your kid. And And she's like, Don't you get sick of it? I'm like, it's fine he's mine mm-hmm. my guy, if you ever met him and you talk to him you know he's mine yeah. like, so um but yeah it's just a, it's a huge portion of what we do i mean a lot the other thing i tell people especially with hockey we spend a lot of time in the car not so much in the last year or two because he's at prep school playing hockey there and they do a lot of that but i I've spent more time talking and, and kind of staying on the same page with him because yeah, of our can. trips with hockey and things like that and, yeah. and i see it with zoe my daughter too who's, my daughter's almost 15 and she plays travel lacrosse. She's a really good lacrosse player too, but um, we're starting to see that now with lacrosse, but hockey, man, I, I can't imagine how much time I spent in the car with that kid for, because of hockey. I, I it's wonderful been.
0: though, isn't it? you look, it's, out it's you amazing.
1: It. It's, it's, I tell p- there are people all the time. They're like, well, what do you do all that? It's so much time and money. I'm like, when's the last time you spent three hours in the car with your kid? Now don't Christ get me wrong. An hour and a half of it. He was on his phone doing something on Snapchat, but the other hour and a half, he talked to me, you know what I mean? Like. Um, yeah so it, it it means a lot and i think it keeps our family close too
0: yep okay i i, I agree and summer and i when she was in cheerleading and dance and all mm-hmm. those things i used thing. to drive her and i'd be like looking back on it now it's like that time was priceless and i didn't really understand the extreme value of it getting back to logan do we have some interesting news about his
1: future or no do the- no. it's tough okay. it's it's touch and go who knows the, the coronavirus kind of controls a little bit of it right now he uh he they they opened the borders today to Canada, so he got drafted not this past draft, but the one before during the beginning of COVID by uh, the OHL uh, the Oshawa Generals in the OHL, which is major Canadian junior hockey, which is essentially one level under being a professional. Right. And it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a really great feat. Who knows? He's supposed to go there. His mom and him are supposed to go there August 29th and he's supposed to be there for the week. So we'll figure out where it goes from there. If we get over, the, if they don't change all this, who knows? I can't figure it out. But other than that, I'm not too upset. If he spends his senior year, he's a senior this year at, at uh, Gilmore Academy in Cleveland, which is a prep school. He's it's nice. they believe me, they make him work hard there. Make him work hard for an A. It's not easy, but uh, he likes it a lot there too. So I, I don't, I don't mind him graduating with that kind of high school education and taking advantage of some some money due to hockey, doing to be good at Chad,
2: hockey. Chad, so, what do you feel like? I mean, and and you get to look back at you know and and look at future generations and all of it. If you had like one takeaway, what do you feel like hockey has taught y'all? Yo, you, I think more. I
1: think more than anything, it's it's once again, it's how you're going to get, you're going to get out what you put into anything. And I think that hockey and any sport, it doesn't have to just be hockey, but I I use it as an example all the time. If, if Logan goes and works for a year and he, for a year, 10 months out of the year, he works out seven days a week and he goes and plays hockey and he's going to get better. And he's going to get something out of it. It's like anything you get in, what you put out like a relationship, a marriage, just about anything you get in, you get out what you put in. And that's, that's really what hockey teaches, but it's, it can be put with anything. I think
2: Let's see, I like it. That's a good, that's a good. It's answer. true, though.
1: It's anything in life, like anything that you want that's good in life, you go to work for. It's, it, it it's doesn't, true. nobody's just going, here you go. And if they do, there's something going on behind it, typically. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no such thing as a free lunch. No, it's, you know, Chad, let's, uh, let's talk about our shows a little bit. Connections for Life. Um, you know, probably by the end of the year, both of our shows will be right at a 100 shows, which, bananas that it's crazy luckily we get paid you know we got paid before we had to make shows and we didn't get paid per you know view or something (laughs) I would put out 14 a day (laughs) (laughs) for our sanity but 100 man that's a lot it's a lot of content it's a lot of work we talked about the logistics behind the scenes you don't know how many people you have to harass to feel comfortable to come on your show yeah. You know, there's um, so many tiny parts here and there. You know. I, I can just give you some some
1: fun examples of that. I mean, Joe, luckily that you know, everybody knows that they have somebody has a role. Well, Joe's is usually he's the guy who hunts people down for the most part to come on the show. I do it a little bit. Teddy's getting better at it, uh just with getting out and meeting some people, but Joe definitely definitely does that and and it's a struggle we had three people that backed out on us last week that we were supposed to record with like and they were like I'm sorry I something come up and it's not because they don't want it's not even because they didn't want to do it it's just because they literally had emergency come up or they couldn't do it yeah. somebody had to get in a plane like so the hardest part like I always the hardest part to me is the it's everybody else it's trying to get everybody else. It's, I mean, because you're you're trying to you're literally trying to wrangle and us three. You know, the three of us can be tough as it is. Just trying to get our schedules pinned down. Yeah. So, I know Joe. Joe does a great job with it, and uh, like I said, I help a little, but he he definitely deserves all the credit on the on the booking side. It's of all it.
2: that spread spreadsheet work. That he's doing, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> obviously, um, well, let's let's talk. I mean, now it's a hundred episodes. I mean, by the end of the year, probably. And that's not even including, I mean, think about the stuff we're doing live. I'm, I know. Uh, I'm. There's so many. We have, impl- think about it too this way, James. We have employee profiles.
1: So we've done some of those, but every episode we put out too, we have an intro and outro. So we record that person talking and then we record two more videos on top of that for each that's one of them. Happened.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, really, so
1: really, if you think about it, we probably did, you know, we'll do 300 small videos. It's crazy. Right. How that, sounds. It's
2: yeah. nuts. I'm, that makes me very thankful for Ashley and Amy, Jim.
1: Oh, without you a know.
2: doubt. So. I don't know how much you know about that, Chad, but we have an internal series within our company. That's kind of like coffee. That's called oh, really Chai with Ashley and Amy. And it's a play <laughs> on us. And, and they're making uh, fun of you. Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, imagine that. And they're still employed. <laughs> uh but but it's an internal show and they run it and they interview everybody i mean it's we're fun. playing catch-up but they're interviewing new employees because we had all these oh, that's awesome. that were hired when we weren't in the office and they'd never met and so it's fun they play games on it and it's they're only like 10 minutes long so and they're released awesome. like kind of as we see them so we don't we don't have to focus so much on that part they've started kind of making their own and it's awesome because awesome. you get to hear internally like what someone really does you know where they fit in the big piece yep. uh, you know in the puzzle that's position. pretty neat yeah that's so cool. so let's talk I don't know why we talked about that because we're that's, good. And that's why. tell I want to know like for you what what are some of the highlights those kind of moments when you knew this past year was worth it that the show was worth it I, we all have those stories that one person that reached out or that Moment, you're sitting across the virtual table, if you will. But what's your moment? What's your I don't know if I have a moment. I I know that I probably have a a bunch of moments because there's
1: times where I go for four to six weeks and I'm like, is this really working anymore? Right. Mm -hmm. Is this is this real? And then something something stupid will happen. Like you just said, James, where you have you have somebody that says randomly you're walking like in a utility and somebody's like, hey, I really like the thing you do online. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> like literally, yeah, that, that makes, know.
2: Yeah, right. that
1: makes <laughs> I'm like they're like, Oh, I'm uh, whoever, and I'm like, Thanks, like, I don't even know what to say. What do you say? And then I'm like, Oh, it is like so, so because there is times where we get like three, four weeks and we're like, Oh, yes, I don't know if we, like we should just, get, I'm not, I just take a break, off, I, take a week I, off, you know what I mean? I and you're like, and you just can't, you, you can't do it. It's you For feel like someone asked you
2: uh, how, how many times would someone say, Hours like viewership or how many followers? And you know, Ugh. you you almost have to have a marketing pitch to it. Like my answer instead now is, you know, Joe Rogan had four followers one time. You know, <laughs> like, everybody has. My my is it depends. It hundred <laughs> percent depends on on what I believe
1: is is three things: the person you're interviewing, obviously, and they're following. That's it. that's oh, obviously dad. the first one. The the other that's one is if, on, you can, if you can. If you thanks if you can somehow hit the LinkedIn like the the wave which is complete luck i believe i don't know if it's actually and and my third one i just talked i took is just complete luck um there's some there's some weeks where we have eight thousand views of something and then the next week we put something out i'm like this one's going to be awesome and there's 209
2: you're like what happened (laughs) like yeah there's nothing as disappointing as when linkedin reaches out to you and (laughs) says your your post isn't doing very well you, tag, <laughs> yeah. you 22 people Germany. have you have 22 people have you this post maybe you should
1: mention somebody and you're like yeah. I or tag somebody you've people. already tagged who else like could F1 i mention <laughs> Yeah,
2: no that's why you know and i guess i should qualify that a little bit more uh in saying you know those kind of aha moments of internal moments They don't have to be physical like oh i sat down with the ceo of so and so i think for us like like you said being out there Now as we start traveling back out into the wild, and Jim was just, uh, I think, at the NACE event uh, this
1: I saw a a video doing a funny Um, little dance
2: across the floor. It was sort of like that.
1: You you looked really tall in that video, too.
2: But, yeah, I I think it's going to be really funny as we travel back out this year. And and will it be the most awkward thing in the world, or will it be amazing? I think it's going to be a mixture of both
1: and i think it's it, i think it's going to be a fun mixture both because i it, it, the ohio golf association had a golf outing 2 weeks ago and that was one of the times where somebody i had no idea who they were was they looked at my shirt looked at me and they were like hey i like what you do and i'm like i sell meter sets <laughs> you know what i mean oh, like, no. there's nothing awesome about that and And he was like, "No, no, no, your show." And and I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." But what I found odd was I'd find people there like looking at me, and I'm like, "Why are people?" And I wondered if that's why, or I'm just funny looking. Yeah, Yeah. a booger, normal too.
0: It's the latter. It's that. But it did happen at (laughs) NASA. I had a handful of people that came up to me that I had not known, and I I hadn't. I just met in the industry, and they're like, "Really like your show? It's really cool." I'm like. Oh, thank you. You know, you don't even know how to
2: answer. You no, know? you know, we friends, have a lot
0: of lurkers. In
1: time, you know, we, it's, well that I LinkedIn. It LinkedIn is a world of lurkers. That's no what doubt. LinkedIn is known for. That yeah, that's no essentially. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can get like forty two hundred views on a post on LinkedIn and have three likes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no comments.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we'll you'd see. feel like a terrible human if you didn't have the view
2: option. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Chad, you talk about the highlights. What about the lowlights? No, I'm Ooh. just kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, no,
1: I could give you some lowlights when you when you're trying to find somebody to record and you yeah. just can't pull it together. <laughs> Again, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the work. That's the hardest part. Is when it really is. It's tough. It's it's that part's hard. Um, there are challenges. It's hard to get three people in a room at one time, even if it's a virtual room. Sometimes, yeah, that's challenging.
0: James, I'm going to give you a highlight just with us. We were talking about it today. Yeah. But uh, just James is my, and my our sanity and our relationship and how close it is, by getting together every week and, and working together to get a guest and do the production, the pre-production, the post-production, da-da-da-da, we're just saying today, we've kind of switched up how we record to allow ourselves a little bit more free time. And we're like, no, nope, we got to go back to, you know, the, the, you know, the very consistent because we need it during these times. And that was such a, um, a I, I guess, an intangible, tangible that we hadn't really realized. Just getting yeah. together, just like this today, just I mean, every it on with you, Chad, or Any
1: of the, you know, it's therapeutic. therapeutic. It It is therapeutic therapeutic. because it's loud. I mean, we're having fun. Regardless of you're interviewing me or we're talking, this is how we talk all the time. There's no difference other than the other than the language. Thank you. I have a really bad mouth, but other than that, like a lot of people don't understand too. Is this is who you get if you see me at a trade show or if you yeah. see me at Dunkin' Donuts mm-hmm. or if you see me in the office or if you see me in a vice president's office, I'm yeah. literally, this is the same thing. You get the same yeah. thing.
2: I, I heard something this week. I don't, I'll have to go source it, but basically, and y'all probably already know, but it's basically uh, something said, uh, I, I realize I'm not for everyone and I'm okay with that. Right. Like I, I think that's what I'm getting more comfortable with as we get more comfortable in our shows is that, um, I don't have to be everybody for everyone. No. Jim, Jim can do that. <laughs> and then I can, you know, no, I'm kidding, but you know what I'm saying? Like I, not I everybody's an always going to like
1: everything. you and
2: what you do. It, you and I connected because of exactly who we are. And mm-hmm. if I was being someone else, then we wouldn't have, you know, Correct. Yep. 100%. and uh, that's exhausting as well. So I agree. Um, thankful for that, Jimmy, we're going to wrap this up, man.
0: Are we think, good? Do we, do we have any more questions?
2: Are we good? Uh, well, I've got one.
0: Let's let's throw but, one. But
2: Chad, you you let's roll the dice. Yeah, you had the question. I pre- I actually asked. read the question because there was no way I could answer this question without reading the question. All right, you ready? And we're we're going to make this one a little bit different. For those that don't know, Chad's the first of the three co-hosts when we place them, you know, by level of value. No, I'm just. Kidding. Or it was just I'm, on Sign Up Genius. However, yeah, <laughs> whoever you sign Actually, Ted whooped y'all all on that, but uh, I think you were on vacation. But um, we're we're actually going to ask the same questions to the CFL folks, just so that it'll be funny. Yeah. Honestly, we just want content. So, first, Chad, describe yourself in one word. Passionate. Ooh. All right. Now I'll allow you to explain with all the words that you want kind of everything i do i'm almost
1: everything i do if i'm doing it i have passion for it and usually people know that because i let them know um if i don't want to do it usually know that pretty well <laughs> but passion pretty goes much everything i do I, I i do it with a passion i and and i strive for greatness not perfection because i know i'll never get it but um yeah, I just, I, I like to think that's probably one of my best assets is, is that I'm passionate about pretty much everything that I want to be passionate about.
0: <laughs> that's wonderful. That's like I said, it goes both ways. If you're passionate that you don't like something, people will really understand. That's correct. Like it. <laughs> it works both ways. Right? Yep.
2: So in the same spirit, describe your co-host,
1: Joe, in one word. Joe, I had thought about this for a while. Joe's a genius. Joe, one word is a genius, and if you want me to explain, I can. <laughs> he's probably he's probably the smartest person I know. However, he can be the most erratic and all over the place, trying to get you that information as well. Um, but he's 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 in the top five people in my entire life, smartest people that I've ever met. That in that thinks completely outside of the box. When everybody's over here with this, he's over here going, "That's stupid. This this will get us around the box and in the back." Like
2: that's just how he's built he's a genius it's and god i hate to say that out loud <laughs> he's gonna love this segment i can't wait you know and he'll probably make a joke out of it you know. <laughs> no it's and he will but, but he really is he's yeah.
1: he's he's one of the smartest people i've ever met in my life as crazy as he is and I as that you know. is. joe's awesome i can't wait for his too uh all right ted teddy teddy's a hero Teddy, you know, I I think we talked a little bit about it where (laughs) Jim did the drill sergeant thing, but, but Ted's uh, Ted spent a bunch of years in in the Marines, um, which is just in itself could make you a hero. I know he did a lot of cool stuff uh, as a scout sniper, but you know, a lot of things that people, they do know, but they don't know um, up until about a year ago, he was, he, and he still is heavily involved, but he's heavily involved in everything community. Um, everybody knows about his basketball stuff, but he was also the, you know, in the church, he was involved in the church. It's something in, on the board of the church. He was, he was actually on the school board before he moved to this house and had to get out of it. Um, he's on, uh, like, uh, the veterans, uh, protect your, I think it's called protect your six or protect my six. Uh, he has a That's veterans group. That's his yeah, like, yeah. yeah, there's just so many things. He, he is, a like an Alcoholics Anonymous. He's, he does stuff with them all kinds. He just, he is like, a community guy he's he really is and i mean I, it took me a little bit to come up with one for ted without just making fun of him the entire time but that's what he is he's like the american
2: hero that's it's kind of wow
1: that's good I, like oh, that. I had to say that one epic. too. It sounded right, so I much better before i said it all I right, went,
2: oh, now give us all the ones that you didn't use yeah i didn't write them down
0: <laughs> how about this you're on a deserted island with ted and joe and you have to put one person on a raft to sail out to sea to never be seen again. Oh, it's Ted. Oh, okay.
1: It's not Joe. That fast. Yeah. That's wow. because Joe, Joe's my best friend. All right. Uh, I mean, Ted's got a prior. Ted has a really good, I mean, Ted has a very good skill set to keep on, on the deserted island. However, I'd probably, he'd end up killing me, bro.
0: Yeah, he'd eat you. <laughs> wouldn't be me he'd be killing you. You'd be on the spit.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Lord of the Flies style. <laughs> Chad, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you
1: guys. I had a ball. We as, could, always.
0: I, uh, I could, as always, we could talk for hours and hours and we hope that the audience got a little glimpse into you and your life, oh what you bring to the industry, what you bring, your passions to not just the industry, but to life, communities, uh, interaction with, uh, you know, the the hockey programs and all Love those me. things you talked about. You, you really are... Uh, a great friend to us. Uh, I appreciate everybody. you each and every day. And uh, again, on behalf of James and I, thank you for joining us today.
1: Thank you, guys. Thanks for having
0: me. Absolutely. Until next week on Coffee with Jim and James, please, as I always say, stay safe. And we'll see you next time on Coffee with Jim and James. Stop pointing
2: at me, Jim. Hey.
0: I, I always point at my hand. I feel attacked. I feel attacked. I, 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 see you, everybody. <laughs> Bye, y'all.
2: We're going to have to get that list.